Welcome to episode 14. This is your host, Derek Chaser, where chasing the Walt Disney World Resort magic is a reality. I hope everyone had a great week, and without further ado, let's start the show. I am being joined today by fellow co-host Mindy Chaser, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about some new happenings in the Chaser's newsreel. Is it worth going to the parks for a day or two before a Disney cruise in the Chaser's tidbit? And going to the boardwalk to eat breakfast at Trattoro Al Forno for the Bon Voyage Adventure and the Chaser's Restaurant Review. All right, we'll start off with a little bit of uh, housekeeping, if you will. Uh, I think I'm uh, cursing. Uh, sometimes I talk about something, and I literally was talking last week again about the Skyliner. Hopefully this is the last time we talk about the Skyliner for quite some time, because I uh, I just wanted to report to everybody that the Skyliner is back in operation. So it is back up and running. Uh, we have heard a lot of people's opinions on uh, um, what we talked about as far as when the Skyliner went down and people were stranded for three and a half hours. Some uh, people came across as it wasn't a big deal. Some people were very upset and said it was an extremely big deal. Um, to the point where some of the other uh, podcasts in the community had some uh, interesting perspectives, to uh, say the least. Um, what, what did you kind of want to add, Mindy, um, to what we discussed last week to start the show with the Skyliner? I just wanted to add that I, I don't have anything big to add. I don't have any big opinions on it simply because I didn't go through what they went through. I'm pretty sure if I were stuck up there for three hours, I probably would have a very, very big opinion. If I had to zip line down, you know, as a means of being rescued, I might have a different opinion. But uh, I feel confident that Disney's gonna take care of this because they don't want to have these kinds of things happening again. And from what we gathered, it was, it was an accident. So, but Disney isn't really get, you know, they're not giving details on it. So, I mean, until they, you know, disclose those details, I really think it was probably some sort of accident and, you know, people that are operating them or, you know, whatever happened, I think, you know, they just need to be very, very careful. I mean, it could have been something that nobody could control. I don't know, but it's not going to stop me from trying them, but I want to make sure that, you know, for a while until we go there that I see full confidence that they're up and running and they're not going through these types of um, situations where people are being stranded for a long time. Absolutely. And the first story is actually right off the, you know, the stories that we have are from the Disney Parks blog, um, which is at uh, disneyparks.disney.go.com. And it is an update. This is kind of the official update on the Disney Skyliner from... Uh, um, Disney World and the article starts off we know many of you have been looking for an update on Disney Skyliner and are glad to share that it has reopened to guests today and this was on Monday October 14th by the way following a complete review with the manufacturer we've made adjustments to our processes and training and we are improving how we communicate with guests during their flight with Disney Skyliner we again offer our deepest apologies to the guests impacted by the malfunction that resulted in extended operating delays on October the 5th. 
And then the article goes on to state beginning uh, um, today, which would have been on uh, October the 14th, guests may travel aboard Disney Skyliner from 8 in the morning to 10.30 at night. However, system updates later this week will resort in the following modified operating hours for October 16th through 18th. So a couple days ago, they had these um, system updates. On October 16th, they updated the Disney Hollywood Studios line. And on October 17th through the 18th, they up, uh, updated all the other lines, um, which were open from 1 to 10.30. And similar to ski lift systems, Disney Skyliner may slow or come to stops during the ride, particularly when we need to accommodate guests who require additional time to load their cabin. Also known as, you know, sometimes it could this could be you know some elderly people this could be somebody that uh, um the skyliners are capable to where people that are on scooters can just you know ride their uh scooter right on um but we want to assure you that the comfort of every guest is important to us and this is no different than if you go on any ride at the parks um the rides that are um accessible to people that might have issues um walking um, like Peter Pan, slow. this happens on Peter Pan all the time. Um, I know on Little Mermaid it happens all the time where it's just like, hey, you know, it's people getting in and out and you, they got to make sure no one gets hurt and everyone um, deserves the right to be able to enjoy the attraction. So sometimes yeah. that just takes a little bit longer. Same thing with the Skyliner. Yeah. If, if someone's going on that needs a little bit of assistance and let's face it, there's probably some people that might be afraid of heights too and they might be, you know, someone's talking to them on, just be like, come on, get on, get on. And it could be a gamut of things. But um, the article finishes up with, as a reminder, Disney Skyliner connects Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios to four Disney Resort hotels, Disney's Art of Animation Resort, Disney's Pop Century Resort, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, and the forthcoming Disney's Riviera Resort, a Disney Vacation Club Resort set to open December 16th, 2019. We greatly appreciate your ongoing patience and understanding, and we look forward to welcoming you back aboard Disney Skyliner. Um, I've been kind of monitoring the situation a lot this week, and it has been running pretty good, from what I understand. You know, whatever normal is at this point, because it's only been open for I a couple of weeks. Haven't heard anything crazy, so. Um, so I'm glad that uh, all in all, um, the accident, while it, as as you know, you know, bad as what it really was. That you know, thank thankfully, no one, uh, um, no one died or anything right. like that. So, not making light of it. Just you know, I will st uh, stick with my stance that I had last week that um, accidents happen in all forms of yeah, transportation, and uh, um, it was just unfortunate that this happened so quickly after um, the attraction or the actual um, vehicle. The you know the skyliner opened up anything else you want to add on that before we get into uh, other stories mindy nope very well said okay i'll turn it over to you mindy to uh discuss the next story so enjoy delicious dining experiences this holiday season at walt disney resort you are picking things to talk about that are making me want to go back <laughs> It's intentional. And, it's intentional. Gosh, I want to go over Christmas, but I know we can't. But anyhow. Not this year. If you are 
then you can enjoy delicious dining experiences this holiday season. So if you're going anywhere starting, it looks like November 8th at Disney's Hollywood Studios, you can um, have some holiday experiences. Epcot from November 29th to December 30th. Well, the one at Hollywood Studios. I'm is gonna, gonna go into each detail. Okay, okay. But I was just seeing if there was other dates. It looks gotcha. like beginning of November through December 30th, yeah. these different things yeah. are happening. So the Hollywood Studios one, it starts November 8th. You can join Minnie and her friends for a joyous holiday dinner party at Hollywood and Vine. That is a restaurant at Hollywood Studios. It um it's a... Uh, Gosh, what is wrong with me? It's a character meal. It's a character it's a buffet. meal. It's, it's a buffet. It's a buffet. My it goodness, has, the word it, buffet was... It has Mickey... Not um, coming to me. Daisy, Donald, Goofy. Goofy. It has like the main Disney characters. It has a Fab Five. It's at Hollywood well, no, Studios. Because it adds Daisy. It's okay. got, it's got you know, because uh, and Pluto's there too. So there's anywhere between five to six. Okay. Daisy's like the wild card. Okay. Well, anyway... If you're going to Hollywood Studios and you have little kids, and if you're on the dining plan, then I would recommend this one. They're going to be wearing their their holiday outfits. They'll be all dressed up. It should be really and neat. And it's the only character meal currently at Hollywood Studios. Okay. Good point. So if you really want a character meal and you're going to Hollywood Studios over Christmas, I would definitely look into this one. Um, now, moving on to Epcot. From November 29th <coughs> to December 30th, book the Candlelight Processional Dining Package to enjoy a festive holiday meal with guaranteed seating at this awe-inspiring show. The holidays are also a great time to try some new restaurants as part of your celebration, including the recently opened Toledo Tapas Steak and Seafood at Disney's Coronado Resort, which I really do want to try that yeah, place. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know that I would like go to Coronado to try that restaurant. You're staying there. I think yeah. if I was staying there, I would definitely. We ran out of time. If, yeah. I mean, if we would have been there more day, I mean, if without we, a shadow of a doubt, yes. we would have gone there. I mean, I, I mean, we were really <laughs> close to doing it, right. and then we just, I don't know why we didn't. But anyhow, um, so that's at Coronado. So if you're staying at Coronado, um, check out that restaurant. But it's, it's more of a fine dining, so... And little kids are welcome there, but, you know, yeah. for us, I don't know. Our kids aren't real adventurous And it's either, up there so. next to the Dahlia Lounge, It would be really too. neat, but... We, we, we've, the videos we've seen of it, um, while there has been um, children in the videos, I, yeah. I, I would say that the majority of the people that are frequenting it are... Adults. Adults. Probably. But keep That's, in mind, those kind of yeah. restaurants are kid-friendly. Absolutely. You know, just, they, just they like, don't... Uh, just like California Grill yeah. is. So. It's, it's just, it's fine dining. You're going to have more fancy items. You would probably want to take your kids there if they're adventurous eaters. And, and the reviews have been mixed. Some people love it, some people not so much. So it seems like it's got some fans, and then it's got some others that were, well, for what you're paying, because it is a little bit pricier, like you're saying, Mindy, on the deluxe side, uh, that they'd be like, go to the California Grill. <laughs> well... I can't anyway, really say anything for that because we That's haven't right. tried it. That's right. But I thought it looked really good. It was yes, it very pretty up there. And I love Coronado. I know we will go back to Coronado sometime. So I feel confident that we will try that one out. Um, this other one, I don't know how to say that word. Topolinos. Terrace 
Flavors of the Riviera at Disney's Riviera Resort. That is the new resort opening later this year that's a DVC resort. Um, so that they're saying try that one out too. With November just around the corner, don't forget to make your Thanksgiving Day dining reservations. I would probably venture to say that you would want to keep checking every day because right. they're probably already booked. And a lot of people are going to want to book Liberty Tree for Thanksgiving. I'm betting. But if you guys remember, I believe it was Rose and Crown. It was Rose and Crown was going to have a Thanksgiving Day meal that was really economical. Oh gosh, it looked good. Um, which is kind of, you know, because most people aren't going to think of going to England for that. But that's awesome that yeah, they have that option. what a great idea. If you're at Epcot. So don't forget to check that out too. If you're going to be at Epcot instead of Magic Kingdom that day, definitely look into that Thanksgiving because it was basically the same stuff that they were serving at uh, Liberty Tree. And it has me thinking if Rose and Crown is doing something like that, there could be other restaurants yeah. that are doing special things that like that. I so, would definitely check you know, with uh, the resort. There's a lot of different options. That you're staying at or if you're using a travel agent, pose that question to yeah, them. definitely. Um, because uh, they might be able to track down that information a little bit easier for you. So basically, you know, it, with hundreds of amazing dining locations, finding the perfect place to eat at Walt Disney World Resort is easier than ever before. It really is. I mean, there's so many options from mobile ordering meals through the My Disney Experience app, that would be for quick service, to searching for your favorite menu items online, that's very helpful. You can save time so that you can enjoy all there is to see and do across the parks. So definitely be checking your My Disney Experience app. For and sure. I gotta throw this in here. I love it. In this article, they're saying due to overwhelming popularity, the My Disney Experience app and DisneyWorld.com will become the preferred home for booking and modifying table service dining yeah. reservations. We talked about that last week, but I'm like, come on, it's that that right there is you know they're they yeah, want you to use the app. Yeah, but they I mean, it's like due to overwhelming popularity. Phone. I mean, I it's I get it. You know, you got to put a positive spin on it, but. Um, it's an amazing, it's an amazing app, but I mean, that's a little bit, uh, a little embellishing, I think a little bit. But. They are not having as many people answer the phone, in right. my opinion. Right. But anyhow, we use the app to book all of our, our dining We do, but I remember so. when we, when we booked Hoopty Doo Review the one time, we had an issue with it, and I remember calling in and checking on that. I, there's been two or three times that we've actually called and um, had somebody help with the dining reservation. So I, I liked at least having that as an option if something came up. But, but I, I get it. I understand. I, there's got to be something you can call. I'm sure. Let's see. Guests can conveniently manage their table service at their fingertips. Um, there's got to be something where you can call if something's going wrong. It says right here. But but look, it's it even says like what we talked about last week. Rest assured, the Disney Reservation Center will continue to be available to help with reservation for groups of eight or more. Same day cancellations, in addition to other assistance guests may need. So, if you're having right. a problem, they're something's not, gonna, not working, not or whatever. You can app. call. I don't think they would. It'll do be that. fine. Yeah. You just can't make reservations on the phone. Which, I mean, I think that's that's no problem. Let's see. That's pretty much it for the for the, you know, the dining over the holidays. You are gonna be fine even if you don't have reservations. There's so many quick service options. I mean, you head over to Epcot and they have like around the world where you can go and, and try the booths for like all the around the world stuff at Christmas time. Plus Disney Springs too. It's and gonna have Disney all the Springs. stuff down there. I mean, Disney there Springs, there's so. a plethora of 
places to eat, yeah. so you won't be fine. The Springs never lets you down. No. There's lots to, lots to choose from there for sure as well. Uh, the last story that we have this week is the, the Disney Cruise Line, Disney Parks and Resorts, and Disney Store, all three of these, rank number one in customer service. I know that there's also been a lot of talk lately about how um, service levels at Disney World in particular have uh, um, have, have gone down over the years. Um, I'm, I'm happy to say that um, most of our experiences have been positive yes i mean i know that it's uh um it's hard for me to gauge um from when i was a kid to now right. only because when i'm a kid i was just so awe-inspired by everything so yeah. it's very hard for me you know to be like pinpoint that you know a deterioration one way or the other and we've been we've had we've, we've been lucky to have experiences in the last few years that have been like where they call you know the pixie dusting if you will that has yeah. been really special for us La last time that we were there you know we got a room upgrade yeah i mean that was amazing you know we got you know we got lucky they just upgraded our room at no extra charge um i remember vividly the one time i was wearing a full-blown cleveland indians hat cleveland indians shirt and we were at phantasmic and the next thing you know i got like four things of popcorn four waters and i even a a Bud Light, and he's like, "It's on me, go Indians!" And I'm like, "What?" I mean, I'm like, you know, it's yeah. it's it's crazy, and and we consistently hear that stuff still happening today. We but, just went last summer, and they gave us free yeah, ice cream sandwiches. Point. That's right. Um, in the morning, the one day it was That's like right. ten o'clock, and the kids wanted ice cream. Sandwiches. And we really think we were the first customers and in that scenario, maybe she just that day. Gave them but, to us. Um, it was. What I'm trying to say is we have seen it, we've personally experienced it, whether it's in the interactions with, I mean, when we get into it, um, one of the best interactions that we had um, on our big trip this, this uh, past summer, um, our friend over at uh, Bon Voyage Adventure, um, yes. we'll, get it, we'll get into that. You yes. know, so we'll, we'll do a, oh, we'll do a shout out. Oh, he was so wonderful. I, I have been, we've been lucky that by and large, for us at least, yes. we have had great uh, interaction with the cast members. Yes, um, definitely. So, and, you know, there's not something, you know, we're not walking around saying, you know, hey, we've been here, you know, like X no. amount of times or anything like that. It's just, you know, we're just being ourselves and, and trying. But and it I doesn't will happen say, all the time and it doesn't no. happen every time. And you can't go in with the mindset thinking, oh, I'm going to get this this something disney magic you right. cannot think of it like that you have to go in just with an open mind and be just a paying customer using your manners and just you know what one thing could happen over your trip you know it's not like things constantly were happening but it was enough that we to remember, keep us and yeah. not even just and i'm not even just saying like free things no. given to you but just the way that they treat you the way that they talk to you we have had multiple time and time again interactions with cast members where we get to know them in a short period of time and we're like wow that you know that person yeah. was just wonderful um and there's a lot of good cast members and i will say this one thing that you know and and i promise you this is not me passing judgment it is just my opinion take it or leave it it's just my opinion but 
one thing that we have never done is felt like we were entitled. Well, no. I'm paying X, no. therefore you should give me Y. Mm -mm. And then walking around like with, you know, um, no. with the attitude that we deserve something. Nope. We have always treated everybody that we've interacted with, every cast member, with the same respect mm -hmm. that we would want to be um, yeah. um, given. And uh, it, it goes a long way because they do, unfortunately, have to deal with those uh, um, individuals that uh, pull out the cards, well, I'm a Disney Vacation Club member, or I'm an annual pass holder, or I've been coming to the parks for 50 years, and you're going to give me X, Y, or Z. No, we've, we've never done that. Mm. You don't demand. I just don't think that that's the right way of approaching things. You treat people the same way you'd want to be treated, and it goes a long way. And that has been our experience. Yeah. We simply treat people the way that they... The cast members, the way that we would want to be treated, mm. and every and we've gotten along swimmingly yep. with them. So anyway, even when our kids were acting like total jerks, sometimes or coming back late at night to <laughs> Old Key West, and when Annabelle yeah. was like three, and no, she was or, one. Or one, yeah, we we took her when she was one, yeah, and the poor, you know, she was, you know, she was crying, and they could not have been more sweet than what they were mm -hmm. at, at that moment. Anyway, I digress. The story starts off, uh, today we're proud to announce Disney Cruise Line, Disney Parks and Resorts, and the Disney Store have all earned the highest honors in a new Newsweek survey ranking America's best customer service. As many of you know, our Disney cast members go out of their way on a daily basis to make magic and provide the best possible service for guests. Delivering exceptional experiences and exceeding guest expectations at the heart of everything we do at Disney Parks. You know what? That is true. And, I mean, not just that. I like how they even added in the Disney store because I will go to the Disney store like once a year, I feel like. Yeah. And when I go there... They are and they are cast members nice too, to me. and and they are they're, they're, they're all part so yeah wonderful there. I mean, it's it's really and good to see. And it makes me feel like for at least that thirty minutes to an hour that we're in there, that somebody I cares. feel like well, someone cares, but I also feel like it's kind of like a little mini Disney experience. experience. I guess. And That's then nice. for the second year in a row, Disney Cruise Line has topped the list of brands that exemplify outstanding customer service. I can say the one time that we've been uh, um, blessed with going on a uh, um, Disney cruise um, and we got to experience that with uh, um, Mindy's parents um, and my mother-in-law um, was was gracious enough as a retirement present to take us on that trip, which was amazing. Otherwise, we would not have been able to go on uh, the Disney cruise, but the, the Disney dream was is an amazing experience. And I can tell you, once again, the cast members on, on oh, the cruise line were, were top notch. But in the survey of more than 20,000 customers, Disney Cruise Line ranked as the number one company overall across a variety of industries, as well as in the cruise line operator category. So they were number one overall. Wow. And the amazing customer service and experiences at Disney Cruise Line will be expanding in upcoming years with new ships scheduled for delivery in 2021, 2022, and 2023. Um, and it also recognized uh, the parks and the resorts as the best in in that category 
and uh, they go on to state uh, the incredible year of growth that is going on with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge that opened up at both Disneyland Resort and Disney's Hollywood Studios and Walt Disney World earned the best customer service ranking in the amusement park experience category and going back to what Mindy was talking about the Disney store was awarded the top spot by consumers in the toy category as well and Disney store locations continue to provide the best of what Disney parks has to offer in merchandise as well as outstanding guest experiences across the nation for those uh, listeners that uh, um, know Mindy and I a little bit the closest uh, Disney store um, from where we reside would be Polaris in Columbus, to the best of my knowledge. Yeah. I don't know if they have one in Toledo or not. They might. Sure. I don't. I, I can't say one way or the other, but I know that uh, we always go to the one in Polaris, and we, we, we go once or twice a year yeah. um, and stop, especially around uh, Christmas time, to get you know pick things out of the um, the Disney uh, store. And then for more details on the new rankings, visit Newsweek.com special page. Congratulations to all who continue to go above and beyond to create magical experiences for Disney guests. Anything else you want to add, Mindy? I know we kind of went over a little bit about uh, some of the experiences that we've had, but uh, I got to say that I have, with Walt Disney World, with the Disney Store, and with the Disney Cruise Line, I can honestly say with all all three of those, experiencing all three of them, I would agree with at least the interactions that we've had. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I know I realize that there's, there's horror stories too. I'm not saying that every cast member is going to be, No, you know, we've had a couple rude ones, but man, not very many. But there's more, there's more good than bad. So many and, and more. That, and honestly, you know, I, before we uh, went, went um, started recording the podcast, Mindy brought up a good point. Because we have heard a lot of, uh, unfortunately, negative things about the experiences that um, some people have been sharing. And I, I think that part of this is like the comment Mindy made, and it kind of resonated with me, is, well, if this is number one, then how bad is it with other places? But if you think about it, the places that you go day to day, I honestly can sometimes say I can literally sometimes go into a store, go check out if i'm not doing the self checkout and sometimes i'm lucky if i get a a hello how are you doing or um you know um the only place i get that i feel like is is local um smaller mom and pop type places you know right like yeah that kind of stuff but I, uh, they know you there. You know they'll say hi. They'll you know thank oh, you for and we, coming. We, yeah, we experienced that, that this, is, this past Monday when we went like. out, went out and ate. You know at the buffet that we went to. Mm-hmm. Um, just exceptional service. But by and large, unfortunately, it seems that uh, sometimes the customer service levels that are experienced um, anymore are maybe not so stellar. Just depends, but uh, probably not. I mean, I can't. I'm at, I can't. Like, there's been how many times going to like Walmart or Meyer, and you're like, wow, that that person probably really just doesn't want to be there. So at least when you go to Disney and you're paying all this money, and, and you know you're experiencing something that memories for your family, you will if you have a good attitude and you're nice, you will have great interactions with the cast members. And sometimes it's nice to just strike up a conversation like when we went out to 
another instance at Coronado Springs. I cannot say I cannot say more good things about Coronado lately. This last time we went there, it was exceptional. It was service. exceptional. It was above and beyond day after day. Something the three days so we were there. simple yeah. as going to the little restaurant on the water. It was called Three Bridges or right. something. It was Three Bridges. Yes. The the guy that we had there, and gosh, I can't think of his name. Gray. Gray. Like, we saw him two days in a row, and he was so nice. We just were talking to him. The next day, he remembers us, and he's like, oh, how did that go? Because we had mentioned how we were going to try to do four parks in a day. And, you know, and he gave us his, his tips or his, you know, you should do this or you should do that. And the next day, how did it go, and what did you do? And we told him, and he was all excited for us. Seriously authentic wanting to talk to us and, and i thought he it was had, he really had nice tables. He and was he was busy and he any free moment he had he made it a point he did to come over to talk to mindy and i and, and we and we told him how much we appreciated it and he actually joked with us because he's like how much longer are you guys going to be here and i'm like we went the first two days and we're like we're not going to be here for the last day and he's like oh come on come by and see me one more time but we were just like no we we this, this is it yeah. until the next time. But it was kind of cool he because awesome. going back to what Mindy was saying too, I felt like we made made that little bit of a, a connection, that little bit of yeah. an interaction. So, And that was developed, like you said, Mindy, over yep. two days. So mm -hmm. it was really cool. That is it for the news this week. Uh, so without further ado, we will jump right into the Chasers tidbit. Kind of piggybacking what, what made me think about this tidbit is when we were putting the stories together and everything that came up with how Disney Cruise Line got the great uh, customer marks overall, uh, one of the biggest things that is brought up is that, that we experienced and a lot of people actually when they go on a Disney cruise they, they do this and, and we'll explain why they do it here, but is it worth going to the parks for a day or two before a Disney cruise? And the first thing I can say that was a huge positive about doing that is the Disney Cruise Line bus will pick you up at the Disney World Resort you are staying at. For us, um, when we went uh, um, with family men, um, when we went with your aunt, mm -hmm. uncle, and then your mom and dad, for us it was we stayed at the French Quarter. Yeah. And we went for two days, and it was and it was an amazing experience. Definitely. We absolutely loved it. But we had a time that the bus was going to be picking us up, and they took us straight to where we sailed out of was Port Canaveral. So they took us literally. Um, so it was great. So when we landed at Orlando, to backtrack here, when we landed at Orlando Airport, MCO, we, we took the Magical Express yeah. straight to French Quarter. Yep. Checked in. And we had decided that for us, that we, since we were going to be there for two days, we did get um, park hoppers um, for those two days. Um, you wouldn't have to. We probably should. I'll get into that. <laughs> we didn't. We probably would have been better off with just getting standard ticket yeah. and going to one of the theme parks. But anyway, it's um, okay. We, we, we got that just in case we were going to bounce around, and we really didn't bounce around that much. No. We did go Epcot and Magic Kingdom one of the days, um, so we did park hop per se. But, um, it, you know, using the Metrical Express, it took us straight to uh, French Quarter, and then we had the bus that took us straight to Port Canaveral to get on the Disney Dream. So the second point I want to bring up, though, with this is if you're on a strict budget, you can just stay at the resort. 
you could just stay at the resort. In this case, you could we could have just stayed at French Quarter. Um, we took a summer cruise, so we could have just swam. Yeah. We could have just stayed at the resort and swam. And any more at the resorts, they have boatloads of activities yes. that go on all day. Um, whether it's a scavenger hunt, whether it's making tie-dye shirts, yeah. whether it is um, the live entertainment options that they have. There would have been plenty to do. Yep. We would not have been bored if we would have just stayed at the resort and and Mindy and I we just we love the theme park so much we wanted to try to be hey let's let's go into the theme parks for you know a day or two as well so we tried to piggyback that on <laughs> because that year that we did that that was our trip to the park that yeah, year it was so we knew that we weren't going to be able to be back that year to go to the theme parks so we tried to stretch that in um, as well but it would have still been an amazing experience if we would have stayed at French Quarter and didn't because there all the things with French Quarter and I know we've talked about this um in some of the other shows between French Quarter and Port Orleans Riverside there's with those two resorts there's lots of things going on like we could have gone to watch Yeehaw Bob one night mm -hmm. um, there's just a lot that's going on but you don't have to if, if you're on a strict budget just remember there's plenty to do right at the Disney World Resort. And you know, you, you could even stay at uh, any of the value resorts for that matter. Oh, yeah. And they got the same activities. Mm -hmm. So you'd be fine either way. So if your budget's and tight, you know. There you is a reason you park. want to do that because when we booked our Disney cruise, we went through a travel agent and she suggested yeah. that we, she suggested that we go the day before and stay at a hotel. Right. Because she said, you want to make sure you get there and you don't like, you know, if you go through some sort of anything with like flights being canceled or whatever, you want to go the day before so that you do not miss out on your, the cruise. Yeah, flight gets canceled, all that money you got I mean, can the you cruise, imagine? It, it, like, they nightmare. have a strict time that they're yeah. leaving and, and by God, you better be and there. And we were just right. like, oh, we're going to do a couple of days. I mean, because, you we know. We did and it know, was fun. And, and it worked out and it was not, uh, by no means am I saying, you can get a good deal, by no means am I saying that, uh, you know, um, that rooms at the resorts are, are, are inexpensive. But I mean, if, if, if you bargain hunt, you can sometimes get the value still to this day, 100 bucks, $110, $120 a night. So I mean, sometimes you can still get those rates. And I understand that's a lot of money, but to have the transportation, you know, yeah. that's going to take you to, to, the, to your cruise ship, it, it put me at ease because I'm a planner and I was beyond like, uh, okay, we, we get, we, you know, we got to get going. We got to get going. Yeah. So it just kept, uh, it kept my anxiety at uh, bay for sure. So, um, I was very appreciative of the way that we did that. And then the last thing that Mindy, I came up with out of this too, is if you're staying at the resort and you don't want to, um, get theme park tickets, you could go to Disney Springs too. Yeah. You know, in this, so much in this instance there. where we were staying, it was right next to Disney Springs. So we could easily have taken a boat from uh, French Quarter um, straight to Disney Springs. But even if you're at any of the other resorts, you can take the bus to yeah. Disney Springs. And there's no cost to take the bus over to Disney Springs. 
you obviously but there's so many options to eat at disney springs keeps on getting bigger and bigger and bigger you could spend a good chunk of a day at disney springs and once again you know yes you'd have to um whatever you're going to spend if you buy souvenirs there or if you go out to eat but i mean mindy anymore at disney springs there's a plethora of restaurants to tons choose from. Tons of stuff. Tons, tons and tons. And not just fancy restaurants. There's no, lots there's of quick, quick service. service. There's there's a lot of quick service restaurants that as look well. really good. So I mean, it's the options are you know are endless. But if I was going to go on a, if if we go on a Disney cruise again, and I think someday that we will, I know that's one of our goals to do that again. I would definitely um, go to the resort at least a day, if not two days before. Um, I would do the same thing. Is there anything else that you kind of want to add besides, you know, the traveling um, aspect of it, knowing that you're going to get there, yeah. that everything's going to be taken care of? Plus, it already it kind of sets the mood for the for the trip as well. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to do it after. You would want to do it before, obviously, for the transportation purposes, because. Um, it's kind of a go, go, go if you're going to the parks. If you're going to the resorts and just relaxing, then maybe you would want to do it, you know. But our cruise was only like a four-day cruise or something. Yeah. So it was nice to have a couple extra days added to the trip to do the parks beforehand. And at this point, with our kids being a little bit older and they have their favorite rides, they have their favorite attractions, I don't, I mean, I feel like if we said we're going to go on a Disney cruise, they'd be excited, but they would probably be like, we want to go to ride our rides too. I can see them. We would have to try to knock that wanting, out over a couple of yeah, days. Yeah, like I want to, you know, they have rides they like and stuff like that. So I think the kids would probably want to do that as well. Well, that's this week's Chasers tidbit. And I know it's kind of a little bit of a different. Sometimes the tidbits, you know, they kind of just come to us. But this is something that we experienced. And I think it's a good. It's a good tip because you, you don't want to miss your cruise. No. So, yeah. so we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, this week's Chasers Restaurant Review. Oh, it's a good one. It's one that Mindy and I, uh, we've been here now a couple times. We did this on our last trip this summer with the kids. Absolutely uh, love this experience. The Trattoro El Forno Bon Voyage Adventure Breakfast at the Boardwalk. And, uh, um, what it actually is, the Bon Voyage Adventure Breakfast, um, at the website it's described at disneyworld.disney.go.com dining slash boardwalk slash Forno. It states, jumpstart your morning with a hearty breakfast featuring beloved characters from some of your favorite Disney fairy tales. Familiar faces from popular animated tales such as Tangled and the Little Mermaid will be drifting through the restaurant and stopping by your table to meet you while you dine on delicious morning staples. You may encounter such characters as Ariel, Prince Eric, Rapunzel, or Flynn Rider. Be sure to get your autograph and photos and share your own hopes and dreams with a visiting prince or princess. Uh, the Disney characters join guests for breakfast only, so if you, um, this restaurant also does serve Italian um, dinner. It's it's a really nice Italian a place where you can get a good Italian uh, dinner as well. But the, the characters are only at the breakfast, which is the same thing as what Ohana is. So it's not atypical sometimes for the restaurants to, uh, um, depending on the time of day, have characters. Uh, the menu highlights are choose from a variety of plated breakfast entrees, which may include a frittata with roasted red peppers, prosciutto, onions, potatoes, and pecorino 
Romano cheese. Fluffy buttermilk pancakes with the bacon or sausage. A breakfast calzone with scrambled eggs, cured meat, and a blend of cheeses. Stuffed in an oven-baked dough and served with Sunday gravy. And uh, you can also get seasonal fruit. And they every t uh, you also get like a bunch of baked pastries that they oh, bring out yeah. to the table. And uh, our main man, uh, the guy that we're talking about the experience, uh, Luis, it was, was the name of... The waiter and i'll never forget the hostess that sat us down when we were in Luisa's section she was just like you guys are going to have a blast like she was so happy that we got seated with uh Luis. so and man he was he was he was funny he was one of the one of the actually uh neatest cast member interactions we ever had if not the neatest yeah and he was he awesome was, he was hilarious with uh the comments of when you needed your emergency. Did he know we were frazzled? <laughs> well, we got there at like 10 in the morning or so, yeah. 10.30. We picked a late breakfast right. so that it would basically be lunch. Um, and we were over at Epcot. And then we walked from Epcot over to Tor Tora Alforno at right. the boardwalk. But we were trying to go through World Showcase. But World Showcase doesn't open until 11. So we had to like... Remember, we had to walk all the way around to go a different we way did. to get in, and that and I was flustered by that, and that was fine. But we walk in there; he must have had like a clue that we were flustered because he looks right at us and he's like, "Emergency coffee," and I'm like, "Yeah, I need emergency coffee." So I thought that was really funny. So, uh, uh, but I mean, he was just hilarious <laughs> the whole time, and he was just. He knew I was kind of you know a little bit rattled too because uh, sometimes this happens. For all the parents that are listening, sometimes the kids uh, act up a little bit, and uh, <laughs> I must have been showing a little bit of the frustration on my face because I'll never forget that he was kind of like, "Do you want a mimosa on me?" And I'm like, "No, I'm good." And he's like, "Are you sure you don't want one?" He's like, "You really look like you could calm down a little bit." And he was just, you know, picking on me a little bit, uh, but he definitely took the took the scowl off my face and. Uh, replaced it with a with a smile to say the least but uh breakfast is served from 7 30 to 1205 like mindy was mentioning we had a later uh, reservation they were still pretty busy when, yeah. when we went in oh they at, served at, breakfast at till noon yeah so you could get an 11 and basically Absolutely. have lunch or yeah. later um actually the, the menu is the same though i mean you could you could eat the breakfast that's what they for mean. lunch that's what but, i'm saying um and the cost of this is going to be uh I think it's on the higher side. The kids, I think, were about thirty-five bucks a piece. That and was then, worth it. And then us uh, for for the adults, it's fifty-nine ninety-nine. Which it, you know, but we specifically picked this uh, experience to do again, knowing what the prices were because we enjoyed it the first time. We really liked the food, and uh, um, definitely Annabelle loves her puns. It was better. Not that it was bad the first time. A lot of that had to do with uh, the temperament of our. Uh, kids the first time we went to bon voyage adventure breakfast but i will say this time um it was just it was it was fantastic experience mm -hmm. food was delicious um and like you said annabelle loves rapunzel flynn riders are a phenomenal interaction even prince eric because yeah. like, where else can you meet prince eric and you know you can just sit there and talk to him about like ask him you know questions about like you know hey tell me about sailing they, they want to interact with you it's kind of a neat experience to ask them questions and we always try to do that and um our middle son oliver really got into it and he was like what can i ask him he always wanted to know yeah. what he could ask the characters because he wanted to 
have a little bit of banter, if you will, back and forth. So it was it was it was neat neat to see that. Uh, and Annabelle, not this time, but the last time, she had on a Rapunzel outfit, and then they went up to her, and they were just like so they made sweet. It, yeah, and they did. And then and then Flynn Rider was like Blondie, yeah, and stuff. I thought that was really cute. That was it. Was it was neat? They they made they made it feel like you know made us feel really special um, with with that as well. And to kind of go over the menu again, real quick, uh, everyone gets to share in on the variety of pastries. Yeah, and, and so and if you want more, they'll bring you more. They did. They brought us. They brought a second um, Oliver again. It was like a confetti tasting uh, muffin muffin that he likes. So he. He actually brought Louis brought him back like a plate oh my full. Oh She brought confetti. probably like five or six it was, of them. It was amazing. He just kept saying, and, "I got you," and he just like bring yeah, more and more yeah. and more of all kinds of stuff. And to then us. Oliver also, I think, was had gotten eggs too, and he wanted more oh, eggs, he more and he eggs. got more eggs. Yep. And you know, it was like that's so cool. Um, but uh, your the choices are Flynn's Feast, which is two eggs your way, breakfast potatoes, bacon, ham, and sausage. So you can get something that is kind of, for lack of a better word, your typical classic basic uh that's breakfast. what i think that's what i got mindy are you trying to say you're basic yeah is that why you got the the basic flynn's feast i am oh geez i'm i'm not fancy <laughs> tangled eggs which is fresh mozzarella tomato basil open-faced omelet sunday gravy and breakfast potatoes served with bacon or sausage tower of pancakes which owen got uh Comes with yes, an apple compote served with bacon or sausage. The Swimmer's Delight. An egg white omelet, smoked salmon, goat cheese, spinach, mushroom, tomato, breakfast, potatoes. So it looks like that's kind of a healthier option minus the potatoes. And then Ursula's Cauldron. Breakfast potatoes topped with fennel sausage, fonduda, and crispy onions. King Triton's Shipwreck, El Forno which is a calzone, or calzone, depending on how you want to pronounce it, with scrambled eggs, bell peppers, sal salami, bacon, sausage, blended cheeses, and Sunday gravy. They love that Sunday gravy. I guess. Uh, two eggs poached underwater, fennel sausage, Sunday gravy, Parmesan, golden polenta, and a toasted focaccia. And then the royal breakfast, which is what I got, and it was delicious. The oak grilled steak, asparagus, which I did not touch. The cheesy egg tort, fonduda, breakfast potatoes. He teased you about that crispy too. Onions. Oh, he gave me a hard time. He's like, are you <laughs> going to eat, eat your best vegetables? I'm like, I'm not touching that asparagus. Oh. <laughs> yeah. well, probably won't be too long before I have to blend it up in a blender and drink it every day for health reasons, but I'm not... You not know, at Disney. I'm not going to mess with that <laughs> yet. So, And then the Pascal's palette was the last option on the entrees. And it's fresh fruit, Greek yogurt, honey, house-made granola. So you can really eat um, on the healthier side if you want. And then the kids create your own entrees for the kiddos. they got the Little Royal Grilled Steak, which is would be like the oak steak, with uh, um, two sides that you can pick, uh, whether that... And then Flounder's Flapjacks, which would be... Pancakes, little swimmers egg white omelet. Once again, if they want to go with a healthy option, and a character waffle as well, if you want to get your Mickey waffles at Trotter Al Forno Bon Voyage Adventure Breakfast. So, um, and like I said before too, um, coffee comes with it. Your coffee mm -hmm. and juices are included, but if you want to get a little bit on the more of the adult-oriented uh, bandwagon, if you will, you can get. Uh, 
uh, mimosa, hmm. a Bloody Mary, a peach bellini, an Italian iced coffee, or a red or white sangria that would make Blake Shelton blush. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's there's <laughs> that for you. But uh, what do you think, Mandy? What are you gonna What are you gonna give our friends over at Bon Voyage Adventure Breakfast out of ten? What are you gonna say about them? I what say you? I give it a ten because I don't have anything I can complain about. It's it's a solid. I, I know yeah. it's. It, I I no. I really just firmly give it a ten because I liked it that much. I will go back. I enjoy it. It is for me. It's a solid, solid eight or nine. Um, but I do like it. And as we've gone through this, I went through the show notes beforehand. If we have already reviewed Bon Voyage Adventure Breakfast. I don't think we did. I don't think we did. We talked about it on a show. I don't know if it was a full out restaurant no. review. I don't think we have. But we talk about this restaurant so often to people that are you know, planning trips or going because it's one that we recommend a lot. Yes. So. If for some crazy reason we have, and it's been a long weekend, and we're recording this actually pretty late on a Sunday night, so um, sometimes it's just uh, if for some reason we've talked about this a little bit, and you go through and you've been a loyal listener, uh, well, you you got to hear a little bit more about our take on the Bon Voyage Adventure Breakfast. So we uh, we we enjoy it thoroughly. What else you want? Last minutes, last thoughts on the Bon Voyage Adventure. Breakfast, Mandy. Anything else you want to add? Add? Add to that? No. You're laughing. You're you're kind of like I don't know. You're just making me laugh. I you're being silly. I agree with you. I I like it a lot, and I don't think we've reviewed it before. Okay. Um. I don't know. I I just I just had like this. It's panic come up moment maybe. Where it's like, did we talk about this already? And you know, I think I I'm sure we talked about it. We I just don't think we did a full review. Yeah. Um. And once again, it's on the you're boardwalk. Good. On the boardwalk, boardwalk. I like the boardwalk. It that's I, I, really I, I'm, nice. I'm, I'm a big that's fan. That's really of the nice. It's a great so. place to go spend time after going to Epcot or before or during. So with that, we have reached uh, the end of uh, the episode. So uh, if you have any questions about anything discussed in today's show, please email Mindy and I at wdwchasers at gmail.com. Um, once again, we want to hear from you. There are no questions that are um, going to offend us. Uh, we, you know, we're here to help. We, we, we love to hear from uh, um, what you guys think. So, if you have anything that you want to uh, let Mindy and I know about, please uh, email us at wdwchasers@gmail.com. And join our Facebook group. It's a private group. If you are on Facebook, and I know we haven't had a whole lot of posts in there, but um, we want to get it to be a little more interactive and stuff. We, I guess we want to know what people want to hear about and what topics that maybe we haven't talked about that you want to know more about. Um, we definitely want to you know, come up with content that you will take and use and enjoy. So. Yeah, just search WDW Chasers and look for our logo. And please, please, please feel free to join the group. Thank you for listening to the show. And remember, whatever your dream is, don't be afraid to chase it. Until next time, Derek and Mindy Chaser, Chasing Away.